You're very welcome to Late Lunch this Tuesday afternoon and we're out and about coasting it along today and this time we're in County Meath because we're on the promenade in Late Town. So we're in the Late Town, Bettystown area. So if you're in this neck of the woods, do give us a shout. We're parked right across from O'Reilly's shop, a landmark it has to be said. And as I look out here on the sea... It's a lovely, lovely day. The little boats again are out at the cockle shells. There's a lovely blue sheen on the sea. And please God, that dark stuff in the sky will stay away for the next couple of hours. Brian Farrelly is confident that it will. He's been doing a go-away rain dance here before we started. And I think it's just going to work. Anyway, welcome to the show. It's great to be out and about again. And we have lots of people to meet here today. And we're beginning with the O'Reilly family because... This shop, I remember coming to this shop when I was a nipper, a little fella. And I've just been in there, got the most beautiful 99 ever, I have to say, and looked around me. And really, it's not changed at all since I was a child, I have to say. And I'm delighted to welcome to the show today the matriarch herself. Neil O'Reilly is with me. Her daughters, Geraldine is here, and Emer. That's Geraldine Connolly and Emer O'Reilly Gilna. You're all very welcome to the show, Nula. Thank, thank, thank you, you so much. It's lovely to be here in the sunshine. Isn't it? With a person like you. Oh my God! I'm blushing here. They could see me on the radio. I have to say, well, may I return the compliment? Because I have to say, you're looking splendid in your beautiful blue yourself. This is very rude, Nuala. Now I'm going to be rude. I- I'm not a rude man, but could I ask you to tell them what age you are? And whisper. Yeah, go ahead. I'm 93. Oh my God Almighty! Never. You're not. Yeah. You don't look a pick of it at oh, all, let I me th- say. I thank you very much. <laughs> You're a real blessing to my heart. Ah, oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. I'm glad to be able to be today. This shop of yours, take us back. How many years is the shop here, O'Reilly? My goodness, it's... 60, is it? I think it's 63 years. Is it? Just over 60 years here yeah. in Laytown. And it was your late husband opened it with yourself, was it? Yeah. His name was? Matthew Ma- O'Reilly. I didn't change my name because I think the O'Reilly name is great. Oh, and no, you- I'm not, I'm not <laughs> blathering. <laughs> were you O'Reilly before you yes, were married? Yes, I was. So you were O'Reilly married O'Reilly? Yes. That's very unusual. You must have some power or cures or something like that, have you? Something I, special. I must, I must have. I think so. When you're, it's a secret. I oh, can't tell it, anyone. Keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> Mind it forever. <laughs> I said there, I walked into the shop today and I remember coming out here with my parents as a little fella as well. What a treat it was to get out to lay down a very turn to the seaside. Yeah. It hasn't changed an iota, Nula. Has it not? No, not changed one I'm bit. I'm glad of that. <laughs> oh, it really, really hasn't. It's just lovely. Let's have a chat with Geraldine, who served me the most beautiful 99 a few moments ago. Geraldine. Well, I hope you enjoyed it. It was superb. We do the best ice cream in County Mead. Well, that is a claim and a half. Ireland. Well, I won't dispute it with you. I'll tell you that. It is absolutely gorgeous. Well done to you. But somebody was telling me the ice cream machine where it is in the shop and the counter... It's never moved from the shop opened. It's always been there. Always been there. And people know where it is. They come straight over to it. And we do all, everything. We sell everything. Beautiful ice cream and the um, scoop scoop ice cream, you know. And we sell all buckets and spades and (laughs) everything, toys. And they come from far and wide just Mm. to come in. And they love it. Mm. And they've always said, don't change. No. Because, as you say, you remember it when you're... You know, four, five, six yes. kids do remember, you know, coming over, you know, for the beach. And we have a beautiful beach. Yes. Look at it. We have everything going. Yeah, the know. tide is just pushing in here as I speak. And this new promenade is gorgeous here, Absolutely. isn't it? Absolutely. And they, you know, come, they park, they do picnics, you know, to come yeah. over for sandwiches. They come over for the buckets and spades, as I said, you know, and mm. everything, you know. We sell a bit of everything. Yes, and that's what I like. And I see, I'm just looking over the sign. O'Reilly's Supermarket. Grocery, sweets, soft drinks, ice creams, papers, mm-hmm. magazines, toys and gifts. And you do it all. We try. I <laughs> know <laughs> you do. I we walked do. in there and saw the bucket and spades and everything. And it did as well. And people still buy, buy those. They oh, want them to go to the beach. brings back memories yes. when they come, you know. Yeah. A lot of people even coming from England, all over the uh, the world yes say, I remember that shop mm, yes you know? no surprise how long are you working in the shop oh since I've been 18 19 a lifetime 
Mm. A lifetime. Absolutely. And you love it still. Ah, yeah. You love meeting the people. I like meeting people, you know. We try to give them good service, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, go on a long, mm. long time, you know. Yeah, yeah. Let's have a chat with the other sister who's with Mam here today. She didn't change her name. She kept the O'Reilly Emer. O'Reilly Gilner. No, you moved down the road, you jumped ship, <laughs> you have another business. I didn't move too far, <laughs> no, did you I? Didn't. No, then. You didn't, I, indeed. Um, Jimmy's met wife. Met Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, and we got married, oh God, we're 39 years old. Yes. And we're yeah. still hanging in there, just about. <laughs> <laughs> still having fun, though. Oh, and good. Uh, I did move down to the to the pub and we opened a cafe this, well, two years ago. Yes. In the And it's good um, and I enjoyed working down there now mm. I used to work as you know in the hospital in the Lourdes That's hospital right. on the fifth floor and I loved it and hello to all the guys out that are still there doing a brilliant job and uh, so still working away and enjoying yes. I also paint uh, no, I was going to come on to that. Yeah. You are a member of Indigo Artists. Yes. And tell them, you, I'm, I'm so jealous. I've never been in my life. You got a very special invite at the weekend. I'm boasting now. Yeah, go on, go um, ahead, boast. Your well, mammy did it in mum and she's right to boast. <laughs> it's in the family. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, we're 20 years Indigo Artists together and founder members were myself and Anne Matthews and there's a lovely group there now and over the years different people have come in and out and of the group and we're all like-minded we all meet on the Monday and paint and we all uh, enjoy each other's company there's a social aspect to it as well we have a gallery in there in the Lawrence Centre uh, down beside Shaw's and every year we've of the last few years we've done a calendar and our um, a uh, chairperson sent the calendar to uh, Michael D. Aris Anukteron. And told him that, or informed him that we were 20 years mm. in, in operation. And he, he kindly gave us an invitation. And last Monday, our group went up to Aris Anukteron, got a tour. We had a lovely buffet and um, enjoyed the whole day. Yes. It was, we had a, a three-hour tour of the hours. And I realised what I don't know because it was so informative. Yes. Um, you that, lucky woman. Do you woman. know that we, if things had been different in history, yeah. that Arsene Nukteron would have been knocked down? That uh, when President uh, de Valera went, uh, became president, he was going to demolish and build something new. Mm. But uh, lo and behold, World War Two happened and there was no money and they revamped it. It survived. Thank God it did. Well so done to you. History, yeah, yes, lovely, little, lovely little vignette there. Let's go back to Mammy before we head to our first break on the show. You must be so proud of these girls and all of your family and your grandchildren. Oh, I'm very proud of my grandchildren. Mm. Now, I had a time with my daughters, but... I'm grateful for them too. Yes, of course, of course. <laughs> I look at them. They mind you so well, don't they? They really ah, they do. do. They really do. So but well. I don't tell them that. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have I said that. I don't want them to get swelled heads. <laughs> <laughs> Nula. But they, they are good. They are good, aren't they? They are really yeah. good. They are. I have to mention as well, is it Erin Courtney who's working over in the yes. shop? Erin, we um, want to say hello to her today. She's a fantastic young one. She's there with you a while. Yes, yes, Erin is very good. She's been with us for a while. She's very good. All the staff are fantastic. Lynn, Teresa, um, there's new staff coming in too. They're all very good, mm. you know. Fantastic. Back to Mammy for a second. Ledridge in Ledridge in Slane, the famous yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Have you a connection to Ledridge? Um, he's my first cousin. Francis Ledridge, the poet, really? and poor Fra- Fra- Francis that died. Yes. Well. Oh, you He's are. my first cousin. What a fantastic connection you have. Yes, go Can on. I tell you a little story. Yeah. Um, when my father and mother got married, um, Uncle Joe, that would be Joe Ledridge's yes. father, uh, shook hands with my father and said, you know, she you're marrying a lovely girl, Nuala. She only slept with one other man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And my father looked at him and he said, yes. Uh, he said, who's that? And he said, well, when she was six months old, um, she came visiting uh, her her mother 
came to our house and they put the two of them in the cot together and they slept for an hour while we had our tea. <laughs> So I, I, Nula, Nula, I didn't know where that was going for a minute. But Neither did I. <laughs> but but um, Joe and I grew up together yes. in Slane. Yeah, fantastic. What connection And you have. I think it's very sad that he passed yes. on, but he was a gentleman. He was. And what, oh, fantastic. We remember him today. Anyway, we're going to head to our first break on Late Lunch. We're live in Late Town, coasting along. Lots of people to chat to on the show. If you're passing by, we heard the horns honking there. Give us a <laughs> honk of the horn. Say hello. We'd love to see you today. It's gorgeous in Late Town. Stay with us on Late Lunch. Yes, Late Lunch, coasting along in Late Town this afternoon, right on the promenade here on this beautiful August afternoon. Afternoon. I want to say hello to some people I've met already out here who popped up and said hello and uh, told me they'll be tuned in. They were just on the way. Lily and Esme Matthews said hello to me and they had their beautiful Irish doodle with them. Oh, what a gorgeous dog it is. 11 months old called Coco and they wanted me to say hello to Coco. Hello, Coco. And uh, they were with their granny another O'Reilly Pauline O'Reilly was with them hello to Pauline too and she'll be tuned in she told me this afternoon and has looked down on the beach actually talking about dogs there's a fella down there having a swim uh, with his dog and another dog as well on the beach and at least loads of people with their dogs I mentioned that on the show yesterday afternoon and talking about canine friends I met Neve Flynn yes hello Neve Neve was out for a walk with her pooch too and got absolutely soaked there was one shower earlier on it's not coming I promise you between now and half three and she got a right out wet, but dried out in no time with the uh, with the breeze happening here as well. Now I just want to remind you that um, there's a big prize on offer on LMFM Radio, and it's tickets to the Ireland South Africa game in the Stade de France, Paris, on the 23rd of September in the World Cup. We want to send you and uh, a friend along to support Ireland. Jimmy Gillen is putting his hands out here. So is Paddy Mead. They're looking for the prize. Sorry, you're disbarred because you're going to be on the radio with me today. No, I don't mean that, but I probably do. Anyway, return flights, three nights in Paris, and gold category match tickets with hospitality. To find out how you can win the ultimate rugby experience tune in you must tune in next Monday morning at 8.15 to Chris on the breakfast show you've got to tune in 8.15 next Monday and that prize could be yours Jimmy's putting it into his phone Paddy's taking note of it as well they'll probably enter under pseudonyms or something no I'm only joking I don't really mean that anyway what a great prize that is to the Rugby World Cup we're in Lake Town this afternoon on the promenade here it's absolutely gorgeous and we're going to have uh, lots of people to chat to over the next hour and half from two o'clock on after we get news and weather in a few moments we'll be meeting jessica callan the uh, late town secretary manager of the races the beach wardens and more besides lmfm's late lunch out and about but taking us up to top of the hour news and weather at two o'clock it's mr dermot kennedy and kiss me Neil o'reilly was going to kiss me a few moments ago i think i'll catch an old kiss now Late lunch, out and about, coasting along this August, and today our port of call is the Promenade. I love saying that, the Promenade in Laytown. It's very posh, isn't it? It really, really is. If you're passing by, give us a shout. We're here till half past three, and the tide almost full up here as we speak. It's lovely and calm, and the sun is shining. Joining me next on the show, I'm delighted to say hello to Jimmy Gilna. He's a well-known man in the area here, and Paddy Mead was just happened to be passing by, and she couldn't miss the opportunity not to have a chat with Paddy. Thanks for joining me, gentlemen, on the show. Uh, Jimmy, Tin Town. Explain, please, Tin Town. Oh, well, Tin Town, where, where we're sitting now, um, directly across from us here, from O'Reilly's shop down to the corner where the old bank used to be, uh, there were all tin shacks that were put up. Like The land was sort of freely available, so you could come and claim a plot and just stick it on it, and that became your holiday home. And uh, there was big controversy about it, an apartment block that's built behind you here. Um, there was a piece of ground which I don't know how, what the intricacies of it were but there was a chalet there for years and years but the people had died and then somebody came back from Australia I believe to claim it but it was gone My. there was an apartment block built on top of it so it delayed the handing over or the official signing off of the apartment block for, yes. for a number of years so. um, you mentioned while we were talking there off air cinema, cinema. Yeah, where, we're, where we're sitting which is across from O'Reilly shop um, there was a what they called the Palladium which was the cinema and beside it was um, Keeley's st- stores 
with a petrol station. This mm. is right on the front, on the promenade well, we where are we here. are. And next to it then there used to be, every year there was um, amusements that would come. Um, chair planes and mm. Ferris wheel and all that sort of stuff. And a plane crash. There was a plane crash back, I think it was sometime around the First World War. There was a plane crash. The British Army were based down at Gormanstown Camp. And uh, they used to practice, obviously, out here over the sea, which was where it was quite safe. And um, there was two plane crashes. There was one on the beach and there was one here where the old bank used to be on the corner. Um, but there's a block of apartments there now. And there was a crash there. And I believe that was called St. James's Park, which was part of Tin Town. And uh, the people who used to run the um, the amusements here, uh, they're the gentleman who one of the gentlemen who who ran it he lived in a caravan there for the summer Mm. and he was killed in the crash oh my god a bit of history there now you were a mover and shaker in mead tourism you're one of the co-founders of it and this place as I said I have memories as a child coming here and it was a big thing to come out from Drogheda to the beaches here Mornington Bellystown Laytown and the other way of course to Chairman Feckin and Clare Um, tourism today how does it fit with here? You know, with, you can fly away out of this country cheap enough now and the sun is guaranteed. How is it for tourism? Well, tourism, just a, a funny thing about how I ended up. I was secretary of Mead Tourism and it's it's a lesson for everybody. Turn up to the meeting because I wasn't at the meeting and then I found out at the next meeting that I was the secretary. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, tourism today, um, it's, we're... we're, we're completely bereft of uh, accommodation mm. um, for various reasons. We have a hotel down in Bettystown which is closed off for many years now part of the town centre development and then um, all the other accommodation and there's not too much of it uh, around is taken up with un- unfortunately um, refugees um, God love them, they have to be somewhere yes. but it, it has affected we, do, we don't have the accommodation base so tourism is not a real thing day trippers is really what happens okay. here now you know and all those tin shacks that were there they were the holiday homes yes. of the past they're all gone mm. and it's now uh, it's become so developed and so residential that during the summer we actually lose business I own a pub down the road here and we would actually lose business over the summer because the people who are here as, as you put it they fly away yeah. so you know we've just we've become total residential in the satellite town of Dublin but you do get the day trippers still oh, this we promenade do. will be jammed and swimming uh, I saw some people out there a moment ago it's a big thing early in the day lots of swimmers you were telling me absolutely there are there are a couple of different groups that swim here 365 days of the year God love them um, yeah it's a huge huge thing it really took off during Covid and uh, I know a couple of people who do it and they say it's fantastic for the mental health mm, I'd well believe it come in Paddy Mead yeah. because uh, you know something picking up on what Jimmy said there Laytown is no longer a village and you were telling yeah. me a moment ago some interesting stats where Laytown fits now yeah. as an urban area so traditionally in County Mead people would say Nav and Trim and Kells they're the old three big towns things have changed the three biggest towns in Mead now is Nav and Ashbourne and then Laytown Bettystown combined this is the third biggest town in Mead and has a serious population here yeah um, and it's, it's only going to grow quicker and it's grown quicker than the other towns so in time to come Laytown Bettystown combined will probably be one of the biggest towns in County Mead mm. explain to listeners there's something always intrigued me about you because you're a Lobenstown man yeah but Lobenstown to here, explain the, 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 the geography. Oh, well, I suppose in the council, Mead County Council has six districts, and uh, the one I represent is called Laytown Bettystown, and it covers Laytown Bettystown, Delique, Slane, Lobenstown. So, uh, whilst I, I come from Lobenstown, I'm a councillor for that whole area, but we have very strong links with this area. Um, of course, we come here to the beach. Nula, who you were talking to earlier, mm. her best man at her wedding was Paddy Meegan, the great footballer and poet uh, from Sydney, who would have been a first cousin of her husband's. Um, there's very strong links uh, connecting uh, these areas and of course Leighton uh, especially on a day like today like we're here in our t-shirts the heat <laughs> is coming down we're seeing people swimming topless out there men men we're very stressed we're very stressed we're stressed yeah you know like this is the beach that the most of the people of County Mead come to uh, I would say it's the premium beach in the North East uh, mm. now some of your loud listeners mightn't <laughs> like me saying that but, but it is mm. and anyone listening uh, 
who doesn't know what they're doing for the evening, it's a great evening. Come out, meet Nuala in their shop. She'll give you a, a, an ice cream and enjoy the beach. It really is a great place to be. Uh, of course, unlike the Spains or Italy's or other places, you're not guaranteed the weather, but today is a good day, so everyone should come out and talk to you here and enjoy the, enjoy the day. <laughs> and I have to say, there's much criticism of planning and development, and we're not going there today, but the promenade is, is a real jewel, isn't it, here yeah. where we sit? Look, I'm a fair crank when it comes to the council, but this is one thing I can't not. And I suppose it's reinforced here for potential, uh, you know, um, coastal erosion, coastal erosion uh, yes. as well. So, you know, maybe, maybe this should be done the whole stretch of the beach mm. uh, long mm. term. But yeah, it's really nice. You see a lot of people out here sitting, having their lunch, enjoying their ice cream, enjoying looking out at the beach. There's fisher fisher boats out there today. See them, yeah. People like to, to, to look at it. Yeah. You'll always see something interesting around yeah, here. Yeah, they're, they're, they're out there all right at the cockles or the cla- razor clams or whatever they're, they're fishing for right up and down along the coast. We've seen that each week we've been out. Do you get much jip when you're out and about? Are you recognising people that go over? You know, the joys of being a public representative. Yeah. Well, look, well, look, there's a pothole somewhere every day of the year. <laughs> Not outside uh, your house, Paddy. <laughs> None outside my house. But yeah, you'll always have that mentioned to you. Look, look, it's only human nature. We always expect a little more. But sure, it's also maybe to some people it's a way of opening conversation. Did you, you know, like uh, most people are, are very good-hearted. Uh, you know, in Pakistan. Uh, we've had a tough few weeks. We've had houses flooded in, uh, yeah. in Basin. If you meet them residents, it's very tough, and you can you can understand why them sort of cases people can get quite heated and very upset. But generally, look, the people are, are nice people, and people realise that they, we most councillors want best for their area, just like they do. Mm. Uh, so generally, it's fairly positive. But yeah, I, I suppose all politicians, and especially now with social media, I've been off it a few years now. I haven't been on social media for the last two years. Um, but a lot of criticism would come across that are people who wouldn't have the confidence to say it to you in person but it's yeah. very easy to say it online do you miss that well I probably won't get ne- elected next year if I don't get back onto it but because <laughs> some people would think I, I've disappeared but I'm two years off it um, do you miss it genuinely is it something in your life that you know you yeah. become addicted to these bloody you things you do uh, I and the modern phone can tell you now how many hours a day oh, you spend stop. on Facebook. Mm. And I suppose as a counsellor, right, I was spending maybe two hours a day on social media. Instead, now I spend that time doing reps, writing emails. Mm. So I'm actually getting more work done, but you're not getting the credit mm. for it. And sadly, you live in a world where perception is reality. If yes, people don't think you're doing the work, uh, they mightn't, you know, but... Hopefully it works out. <laughs> Hopefully. Jim, you have me worried now. <laughs> I'll vote for you, Paddy. Don't worry. Ow. Jimmy, uh, coming back to you, um, there's no turning back the clock. You know, coming back to what we were talking about, and you reminiscing about Tin Town, what's happened subsequently. What's the future? What do you see? Have you, you know, where, where is the future for Laytown, Betty's Town? Well, the, the, the future is here. Um, it has become totally residential what we need to do and Paddy and his his uh, compatriots have been fighting for this for a long time is we need the infrastructure to go with it mm. we need the playing fields and the playgrounds and etc but I I would be very positive about the future I, in my own business I've grown from 6 to 8 people up to 18 now Fantastic. and we're looking at if we can if we can get this uh, very hard to get tradespeople to do stuff but if we can get our uh, kitchens finished out we'll be pushing up at 25 people so that's employment in the area that's an you know, SME that's the you know what I mean it's not yeah. a small business anymore yeah. what you're doing Gillens is a great name you know that you hear it you're synonymous with here that's yeah. a, that you can't buy that the oh. branding you know and Laytown well, yeah, it's a lot of people say, you know, are you foreign? No, the actual ri- origin, <laughs> the origins of the name is uh, we came in with Nile of the Nine hostages many years ago, and it's McGillan and Aik, the lad of the horses, and the official spelling is G I L and A G H. Um, we had a clan up in Mead Brega, which was originally part of Mead. I'm into all that sort of stuff, so yes. won't bore your your listeners with that. But no, I would be very yeah. We're here 46 years, so we're uh, we are part and parcel, and we're very very much a, a community pub. Be very involved with the the local football clubs, both Gaelic and soccer sponsorship and what have you. And what comes in your door goes round, you know. So we're huge of of that belief. We um, we get behind anything that's happening in the area. We're proud to be a sponsor of of Laytown Races. We we sponsor a race there, and as I say, the local football teams and. The door is always open for people. Good God, I'm going to have a floodgate now. (laughs) (laughs) But here's the thing before we finish. The Irish pub, I was talking about this in Black Rock last week as well. It's still 
pretty special. You know, it's a place where people go and enjoy company, socialise. It's still it's still part of the fabric, isn't it? To be seriously honest with you, Jerry, I should be retired at this moment in mm. time. Mm. And there are days when I'm not in the pub, I just go down the crack in Irish pubs. It doesn't matter where you are. I'm not trying to sell my own place. Yeah. It's just, it's a thing. It's where every one of us learn our social skills, how to talk to people, yeah. how to get on, how to conduct yourself in public, because that, I believe, is becoming a problem now yeah. with social media. Mm-hmm. I heard, read an article recently about people going to the cinema and they're throwing and shouting at people and on their phone and what have you, you know. So it's it has all of those connotations, but it, it is huge. I mean, the Irish pub, look how su- successful it is around the world. Yeah, yeah. I'm going over the end of the month to open a pub for a friend of mine over from Barcelona, um, the Harp. And uh, he already has a pub there called the Michael Collins. And at one stage, I had a cousin of Emers open the pub in um, Germany, in Munich. Now, he's out of there a long time now. But when he was opening, there was more Irish pubs opening in Germany than there was McDonald's in Europe. Whoa, there's a a a stat for you today. (laughs) Anyway, lovely to talk to both of you today in Laytown on the prom. Paddy Mead, good luck to you. Thanks for uh, popping in for a chat with us. And Jimmy Gillen is going to hang around as well for the rest of the afternoon. Thank you, Jimmy. Back in a moment with our Two on Tuesday. It's time for our Two on Tuesday. Two on Tuesday. Playing the songs that just never quite made it to number one. But we were so close. I'm supposed to be number, number one. one. We were so close. Two on Tuesday. Yes, two on Tuesday. Coming to you from Leighton. We're on the promenade live with late lunch this afternoon. Having a lovely time in the beautiful sunshine. Two on Tuesday today. Well, that's a song that's well known it is. But it was their only really big hit in the UK. It uh, had sales at the time of over a quarter of a million in a very short space of time, but it wasn't enough to push it up to the number one spot. Yes, the two on Tuesday, this Tuesday in August, is Liquid Gold and Dance Yourself Dizzy. Yeah, dance yourself dizzy on the promenade in Leytown this afternoon, our two on Tuesday. <laughs> Jimmy Gillen is about to dance himself dizzy. Take it easy, Jimmy. We need you a bit later on. Anyway, it's great to be here in Leytown this afternoon in this beautiful August Tuesday. Now, what kept Dance Yourself Dizzy by Liquid Gold from the number one spot? Well, when I tell you, the song was originally released by The Four Seasons and it was a big hit in 1966, but the version we're playing today was big too because it made it to number one in the UK charts for two weeks in April of 1980. Yes, it's the Detroit Spinners and working my way back to you on your late lunch live from Leytown. Spinners and working my way back to you on late lunch this afternoon as Mr. Brian Farley puts the brolly up over me just in case it's not going to rain. He's been saying all day, no, it's not. There comes the sun again. Anyway, the number two is Dance Yourself Dizzy. Number one, working my way back to you. I think they got it right in the charts. That's my opinion today. In the right order. Want to say a big hello to Anne and Alfie McGivern from RG who are down on the promenade in Laytown today and said hello to me and I'm delighted to say hello to them as well. And lots of people making their way up and down here. Tide full in. People out swimming in front of us. They're fishing for the razor shells. The cockles out in front of us. I look down to my right. I can see Scary and Hope beyond and up the coast. Look where we uh, were, Clawherhead, and then beyond that, up to uh, Carlingford as well. And we'll be in Carlingford with late lunch next Tuesday as we travel along the coast in the month of August. Up next on the show, she's the new Secretary Manager of Late Town Races, and she's joining me for a chat. Three weeks today, we wouldn't get this spot here with the outside broadcast unit. There's not a chance. Why is that? Because Late Town races are on in three weeks' time on a Tuesday afternoon 
1868 was the first races, but it's an historic race meeting this year because you see the new secretary manager is with me and she's a woman. She's the first woman in history. Jessica Callan, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Jerry, for having me. Congratulations. Thank you. How did you get it? I saw the job was advertised uh, last November and uh, I applied for the job and, and I was very successful. I was successful and I'm just thrilled to be given the opportunity to be the secretary manager for Laytown. You have big boots to fill with Kevin Coleman, uh, your uh, predecessor. I have very big boots to fill from Kevin Coleman and uh, yeah, I mean, everything just seems to run itself from what I'm gathering so far. So I'm just really looking forward to, to the day, three weeks today. Just as we look up here at the top of the promenade, heading back towards Bellystown, the finish line will be there and you go on up. You were down where it all begins and they gather in the green area down near a Bellystown. Yeah. I was down at the race field there earlier today and the preparations have started. Have they? Yeah. And uh, yeah, so the, everything gets built on the day. Well, sorry, the, the preparations for the actual race field happen for a couple of days, but the the layout of the track is all done once the tide goes out on the Tuesday morning um, a team of people will arrive and the starting stalls will come in the railings will be put up the finish post, everything will be put in place uh, ahead of racing and our first race will be at 4.45 uh, No pressure? None none <laughs> whatsoever, God no so I'm nervously excited, uh, getting more excited than nervous yeah. but a little bit nervously excited So at the start area and up there there's work can be done there for the few days but really when it comes to the track itself it's by the seat of your pants as quick as you can when the tide retreats, that's, that's it That's it. Exactly. Wow, Challenge Annika, it reminds me of the show that used to be on the television, tell us a bit about you and your background because you have a a, a, a fine CV in the racing game. I've yeah, well, I've grown up with with racehorses, and I've uh, been a racing secretary for over twenty years now. So I was with Tom Hogan and Tipperary, David Watchman, and I'm currently with uh, Dennis Hogan and Tipperary. And I've also been lucky enough to own um, a couple of racehorses, one good one. So which we were, my father and I owned Gordon Lord Byron. So we got to travel oh, the world with uh, with a fun horse. So what a horse! He was he was great fun. Oh. Um, um, yeah. So I've been steeped in racing all my life, so I just love it. And this, the idea of racing man- or se- uh, race course manager has been on my bucket list for as long as I can remember. So I'm just yeah. so fortunate to have this opportunity. You have everything required. I'm not surprised uh, they uh, gave you the responsibility of being secretary manager. What about point to point meetings? You know, the Ormond Hunt you've been involved with as secretary and that as well. This is quite different, isn't it? This is very different. Yeah. So, point I run a for uh, the Ormond Hunt. Uh, we have a point to point two day point to point meeting in May every year, and that is it's similar in the sense of it's it's just built from scratch. It's it's a it's a farmer's field. Yes. Uh, one day, and the next thing, it's a point to point course uh, for two days, and then it's all cleared away again until the next year. So similar mm. to to Laytown, but uh, with the point points, it's national hunt. So there's fe- uh, there. They run three miles over fences, so it's it's different, but it's similar setup. Mm. We have, of course, the all weather just up the road in Dundalk as well. That you're familiar with the only all weather in Ireland. Uh, you mentioned that we race mainly on turf as such, uh, flat and uh, national hunt. But the sand, how your experience, and you're only new in the job as well people entering their horses to race here do people want to race at Laytown is it in demand I think oh it is in demand uh, we'll see it's quite restricted so we can there's only 10 runners per race um, you'll see lots of entries so that not everyone will get a chance to run but the races will be, all be full and it's such a unique race meeting owners want to be able to bring their horse up here to Laytown if they'll race on the sand and they're comfortable on the sand and the trainers love to come the jockeys love to ride on the beach and uh, so it's just because it's it's the only one it's only once a year yeah. it's the only one in Ireland and England and its uniqueness has the draw for um, the trainers as well all you want is this, isn't it? As we, we sit would, here today. We would be so fortunate <laughs> if we had a day like today. It is beautiful and definitely the child of Prague will be going out the night before and we'll have everything fingers and toes crossed that we'll have a similar day. Is there a more picturesque race track, let me call it, for the, the, the sense of the, of the beach races here? When we look out today at the sea, look up to our left, as you were saying there, where you were looking from uh, a few moments ago, Carlingford, the Mourne Mountains, the Coolies that way, and as we look up towards Dublin here, it's spectacular, it's isn't it? It's so unique. Mm. Uh, unique is the main word I think, the, the, the most prominent word to use for Laytown. 
uh, I don't think it can be matched um, personally yeah. but I am biased so <laughs> I, I think it is probably the most picturesque and unique racing event in Ireland you want to deliver a great one don't you for I, your first time I out. really really do I really do so I have um, fingers and toes crossed I have a great team of friends are coming up to give me a hand uh, on the day and the committee are just I'm so blessed with the committee that I'm working with uh, Laytown with Chairman Joe Collins uh, Paul Kirby's I've met Paul he's one of the committee members I met him on, down at the race field earlier today just going through everything over and over and over again so I really am hopeful that it'll be a, a great day's racing and, and there's nothing less you'd expect from them they're rowing right in behind you they all want you 100% I've, I've just they have been supporting me and behind me the, the whole way and I any one of them will pick up the phone if I need them uh, for anything um, there's no question too small or silly or anything like that yes. so they've been so supportive and uh, I just hope I can deliver a good day for oh, them oh you will you will and I'll be praying for you on the day that you get the weather and that it you know it really is a huge success for people listening today it's three weeks away what's the story with tickets so um, tickets are on sale at laytownstrandraces.ie and we will encourage everyone to as many people to book tickets in advance as possible it'll just help with the queues and, and get you in quicker um, we'd also like to encourage everyone to use public transport where possible um, there's uh, lots of bus services from Drogheda and Dublin and the trains from Drogheda and Dublin regularly and we have car parks either end of Laytown where we'll have a free shuttle bus transporting people up and down to the races um, so we would just yeah I mean they can check us out on our Facebook or Instagram Laytown Races pages and but tickets uh, available on Laytown Strand Races that's good advice get your tickets early buy them and have them no worries then as it comes near the day and it is true because if you're looking to park a car I, I said it here earlier on you're, you're better availing of the public it is for. very yes. parking is very restricted and um, but as I said there are car parks on either end of Laytown free shuttle bus yeah. but there is ample uh, public transport available also which is great mm. Will you sleep well between now and then? Will there any butterfly here? Your experience in the game? No, this is uh, no. There's def- def- the ducks back. Def- definitely butterflies uh, <laughs> leading up to this. I've had a couple of kind of waking in the middle of the night moments and uh, thinking, "Gosh, have I have I ticked this off my list?" But uh, as I said, with the support from the committee and um, the chairman Joe Collins, it's it's made my transition into this much easier. So I'm I'm extremely fortunate. It's an important game in Ireland, isn't it? The horse it, racing industry. No matter what way you talk about it, it employs so many people. It gives so much entertainment and joy. And it puts us on the map, it, doesn't it, really? It really does put us on the map. I mean, um, yeah, our standard of racing in Ireland is, is huge. The horses that we produce in Ireland is, is are just are world class. And um, we really are leading uh, leading contenders here yeah and Laytown is a unique and historical part of the whole thing it is and I am as I said so lucky to be part of it 1868 she's the first woman secretary manager of Laytown races give her your support do as she advised and it's going to be a fantastic day here on the Strand three weeks today Jessica Callan I wish you all the best and thank you for joining me on the show today well thank you so much for having us here thank you so much take care you're very welcome take care Late Lunch LMFM Radio coming to you live from the Strand well we're just not right down on the Strand on the promenade in Laytown and after the break yes we have some interesting people more interesting people to meet Mary Lou Murray and the Beach Wardens are with us next we're on the beachfront in Laytown, County Mead, this afternoon with late lunch, and I'm delighted to say I'm joined now by beach wardens Mary Lou Murray, Des O'Hanlon, and Beltran Ruiz. You're all very welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you for you. joining me. Mary Lou, to yourself first. Well, we won't miss you anyway with the bright yellow jackets <laughs> on, etc. Tell our listeners, what do you beach wardens? What do you do? Well, we patrol this beautiful beach from Laytown through Betty's Town right up to Mornington. We occasionally patrol Gormanstown Beach. Uh, any jobs that need doing on those beaches, such as litter picking or helping people who might have inquiries, we stop and we chat and we help all we can. Litter, you mentioned there. Absolutely. Uh, is it still a big issue on the beach? This year it hasn't been nearly as bad. Really? Absolutely. Now, I don't know if that's down to the beautiful July we had, but we certainly have found that there's been very little litter this year. 
that beautiful July was tongue in cheek by the way when there was nobody <laughs> on the beaches with the blinking weather thank God it's been a bit better in August for you uh, but you know you'd think after all this time the message would get through to people to take their rubbish home with them wouldn't you absolutely you would it's an awful shame that some people just don't get that mm. they don't seem to understand it you know? So you have a long run. When I look back here, Gormanston to Mornington by times, that's a long, long stretch of beach. How has, you know, no cars on the beach in Bettystown, has that been a help to you guys? That has been made all the difference has in it? terms of litter because you used to find cars would park down, take out their picnics. Once they'd finished eating, hop back in and drive off and leave a mess behind. But, I mean, now that we don't have cars, uh, that's not an issue. And so as I said, help. it's much better. Yeah, so you'd wise. rather have beaches car-free? Absolutely. Uh, it, there's also the other side of it where children were running on the beaches and cars were driving, not watching out. It, you know, so it was quite dangerous, really, at that time. Mm. But now it's a lot safer. Th- that's good to hear. Um, besides later advising people, do you ever, did you ever come across, I'm sure you did, uh, difficult situations, emergencies, things like that? We come across situations all right. I mean, we have to uphold the bylaws of the area so that, for example, if somebody has a barbecue, we have to go and speak to them and ask them to put it out and because okay. it's not allowed yes. on the beach. Various things like that, mm. you know. Mm. But you have the rescue services. If you saw anything untoward, you'd be in touch with oh, them. Oh, absolutely. You link absolutely. with them. We You're do part indeed. of the whole, yeah. Yes, yeah, the yeah. Whole, yeah. The whole system here. Indeed. Um, let me say hello to your colleague, Des O'Hanlon. Des, thanks for joining me today. Hello, Jerry. How long are you a warden and how did you become involved? Well, this is my third year. Uh, I, I started in uh, 2017, went away for a while and came back. <laughs> I enjoy it. It's, 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 a nice, it's a nice job, but, you know, working on the beach and that. And there's a, there's a great community here mm. in Laytown, Bettystown. They're, they're very much behind us and they, they, they help, you know, keep the beach clean yes. and all that. Yeah. Do you work, is it a shift job or what's your commitment in terms of hours and days? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a full-time job, weekends yeah. included. Okay. Yeah, five days a week. Yeah, mm. so between the three of us, we get it. We get all the shifts covered. Yeah. And is that is the three in total? Is that it? That's three of us. Three, yeah. so yeah. three you cover this whole area. Yeah. Is wintertime quieter? We don't work in the winter, Jerry. Right. We're, okay, here, we're here three months of the year. Oh, that's it. Yeah, so yeah. you're only on the peak season. So Absolutely. you're here, what? Uh, uh, June, July, August. Those three months. Yes. Oh, I see. I, I, there you are. I've learned something today. Uh, so, And it, it would naturally be quieter from a visitor point of view outside of those months. It, yeah. Well, these days people are using the beach a lot more. Right. Walking, and there are people, groups who swim 365 days a year. Okay. From Leighton right up to Betty Sand. Hmm. Do you think you could be done with a little extra? You know, 12 weeks, three months, another month, either oh, side? It's always, it's always, uh, we'd, we'd love to hear that, you <laughs> yeah. know, yeah. but it's, I don't think it's an option. Yeah, yeah, at the minute. So you get great satisfaction, do you, from, from well, it, Des, from I, your work, I, what I you do? do. Jerry, yeah. yeah, I love it, yeah. Keeping it yeah. clean, That's keeping a, an eye yeah, on I everything. I feel like you're doing a little bit for the environment yeah, as well as everything else. Of course. Let's bring in the, uh, the third member, Beltran Ruiz. You're very welcome to the show, Beltran. Hi, Sherry, how are you? Uh, you're obviously from further afield than Leytown. Tell us where you're from. Yeah, I'm far away from here. Yes, I'm from Argentina, from Rosario. That's my city. Rosario, I think of a name called Lionel Messi. Yes, he's from Rosario also. <laughs> so uh, you're from the same town as Messi? From the same town, yes. He, he's, he, he lives not so far from my house. Really? <laughs> Uh, you must have been thrilled when he won the World Cup well, and Argentina we, won the we, World Cup. We were very happy. Eh? Yeah. We were very happy. Yes, we yeah. celebrate. We are still celebrating. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? What yes, an achievement. I think the whole world was cheering for you. You understand that? Most, they wanted m- most of them. Yeah. Most of them. Yeah. Yes, we wanted Messi. At least here in Ireland, all the people wanted We yeah. won the World Cup, yeah? Yeah, of course. Um, and for you, how... Did you become a ward? Now, what brings you to Ireland and Leytown? Well, I, I always had to have an, an Irish experience, so I love work and traveling. And I, I don't know really how, how I finish here, but anyway, after being here, I, 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 now I have friends. I became friends of Des and Mary Lou, and I love working with them. Also, uh, all people here in Leytown, Betisan, uh, they did. Uh, are so kind, generous. I love the Irish way, so I'm very happy to be here. I don't know. I, I, I'm just. I've been here for three months last year, 
and now I came back and I'm moving away in September to Spain. But anyway, I would like to be every summer here in here. Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? That's a great story. So, <laughs> so you wanted an Irish experience and you ended up as a warden in Leytown last year for the first time and you're back again this year. Will you, will you come back next year? Maybe. All, the Irish, all, all my Irish friends say, uh, tell, they tell me that I should be a winter time during winter time to 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 know the Irish weather properly, you know. But anyway, I've I've been spending just the summer, so it's easy to say that I love Ireland. So I I, I don't know. I, I should be here in winter in order to to figure out what's that. <laughs> You'll have to come back at another time of the year for sure. But look, it's not bad really year round here. We're mild enough in the winters as well. W- M- Messi and Rosario and where you live in that town, he must be a god there, is he? Well, yes. Um, um, he, he, he is our hero. He's our hero. He's our god. Uh, like Maradona also, you know. Well, we are so fun for football fans. We, yes. we are big fans of football so we feel the football in a different way uh, for us is some kind of religion uh, and well um, uh, our country is not so I mean uh, I don't know if you knew but, but did you know that the Argentina had the biggest Irish community in a non English speaking country yeah. so big connection there's a big connection there's yeah. some kind of brotherhood one million people one million inhabitants in Argentina has uh, Irish blood Irish roots uh, Irish roots it's the nearest we'll get to winning the World Cup anyway I can tell you that <laughs> so for you, yes. sure well McAllister you know McAllister the <laughs> yes. football player you know the, yes. he was he played so good during the World Cup yeah. and he, he, he his grandfathers were from here from Ireland mm, yes he was sent off the weekend for Liverpool yeah, he's been I for was Liverpool watching now, it was yeah. harsh he shouldn't have been sent off to be honest with you so here's the 10 million dollar question while I have a man from uh, Argentina and from the hometown of Lionel Messi and you mentioned the other fella who was the greatest Maradona or Messi uh, that's a tricky question it is I, I mean I, I love both both I can't choose yes. because both of them play in my football team in New Soul Boys so I love both yeah they were I can't choose oh it is difficult but to choose but that's true I mean I'm honest with you yes all I'll tell you is that Pele was the greatest yeah. Oh, I don't think so, but it's okay. <laughs> it's going to be a round here now. It's going to be a round bringing up Brazil. It's like Ireland, England. Yeah. Different eras, different times. <laughs> anyway, it's lovely to meet you, and I wish you well, and I hope you're back here again. You have fantastic colleagues, I have to say, Mary Lou, haven't you? Yes, yes, I have. They're good fellas to They're great, yes, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, this is my ninth year doing this, so it's great. It's brilliant at the moment because we all came back. We enjoyed it so much last year. We all Mm -hmm. wanted to be back again this year. Well, well done to all of you. It's quite evident when I've had a walk along earlier on and you look down, and people know this from the beaches you look after, from Mornington up to here as well, and by Times Gormanstown, you do a wonderful job. And you present a wonderful image to visitors coming here and people who use this wonderful beach and coastline. Thank you for watching. Thank you, Jerry. And thank you all for joining me today. And good luck to Argentina and Messi and all that uh, lies ahead for you in Argentina. Thanks a million for joining us. Thank you. Late lunch, LMFM Radio in Laytown, back after news, weather and sport at three. And we'll be still standing. Five, four, three, two, one. Counting down the top five songs from this week of yesteryear. And today it's... The number four from this very week in 1986. And when I tell you that it came from a German duo called Modern Talking, do you remember them? It was their lead single, this one, from the third studio album, which was called Ready for Romance, released in 1986. It was the fourth consecutive single, listen to this, to top the German charts after You're My Heart, You're My Soul, and You Can Win If You Want. Uh, so they had big, big hits in Germany. Top of the charts, top of the pops over there. But this one today in the United Kingdom, it did really well. But number four was its highest place in the charts. Here we are on Late Lunch today. Countdown. It's Modern Talking and Brother Louis. Brother Louis, Louis, Louis. 
Father Louis from Modern Talking. Number four in our top five countdown from this very week in 1986 on your late lunch. Coming to you live from the promenade in Laytown this afternoon. I want to say hello and to dedicate that one to Alan and Lorraine Bennett who popped up to us a few moments ago to say hello. They've been listening in all afternoon and have come out for uh, a walk along the beach here in uh, Laytown and uh, delighted to see them this afternoon and they're waving at me over there as I uh, talk about them on late lunch. What a lovely afternoon it's been today. I have to say the weather's been absolutely beautiful. Final break of the afternoon from Late town back in a moment with more chat late lunch coasting along uh, in uh, late town this afternoon on the promenade and just to remind you that a week today we finish our travels in august by visiting beautiful carlingford so we're going to be in carlingford in north loud next tuesday with late lunch and i want to say again because you know my head it's a little bit of a feather head at times i want to say a big thank you to brian farley who's my right hand man for uh, each tuesday he's done a fantastic job here with the outside broadcast unit and setting everything up thanks a million brian couldn't do it without you and back at base today eamon doyle keeping the show rocking along there too thanks a million eamon um I'm back with the Gilness to finish the show today. Jimmy will be with me in a minute, but Emer is back with us on the show. I just wanted to ask you about the painting and, and the artwork. You are an artist, of course. Do you, do you have a, you know what I mean, a plan? Or is it more organic? And what do you specialise in? What do you love painting, Emer? What I mainly paint is with watercolours, and I do a lot of it out of my head. So I don't have a strategy as such. Sometimes when I'm a painting, I'll see something in it and I'll continue it. Um, I also do plan air. Well, I used to do, I didn't do much of it this year, where I'd go out and I'd paint out there. Then I'd take a photograph and finish it off when I go home. Mm. And I also work with different media, um, will uh, like gold leaf I've start, done some work with that I did a, a few st- a study with uh, Newgrange and the symbols and I used a lot of gold leaf and I, it's quite uh, it takes a lot of time but I love doing it and it's yes. a different media it's oil and mixed media and gold leaf and lately I have well I'm in the process now of doing a lot of oils just to, to yeah. have the variety but I do find when I do oils and I work a while with them then when I go back to my watercolours I'm very heavy so I have to take time out and spend the time doing the watercolours again. Isn't it wonderful? And now that you have more time in your hands and they're missing you on the fifth floor (laughs) greatly I know you said hello to them earlier on it obviously opens up a whole new opportunity and vista for you to put more time into this. Well it does and I thought I would do more but Mm life gets in the way yes. sometimes and there's a bit of discipline with it which sometimes I'm not that good at um, and then when I do get stuck in I could stay up late at night painting and I could right. be there half the day, yes. half the night yes. Do you ever have a crack at portraits? Um, I wouldn't be very successful in portraits I would have done side portra- uh, figures in my paintings Yes but it I'm, wouldn't be my forte. I'm just thinking of the man sitting beside you there that you call <laughs> your husband. He has a great visage, you know what I mean, to do a, a, a portrait of. Jimmy, come here, tell me. Well, Ger- well, Jerry, I, somebody <laughs> said to me there today, says, I heard you on the radio and just what Emer says about oils, um, I'm no oil painter. And, and the couple, couple said to me, he says, you definitely have a face for radio anyway. <laughs> Join the club, Jimmy. Uh, what was it you said? I put you on the spot now when I said, you're not to answer here, Emer. Where did you meet? Oh my God! Um, that shop over there. Was it? Yeah, in, in O'Reilly's shop. Yeah, yeah. That's where I first saw. Where love stories begin. Yeah. I used to work there when I yes, was younger. Yes. You know, before I went and started my nursing and whatever. Thunderbolt. <laughs> <laughs> or handcuffs. One or the other. I don't know. Alice. <laughs> that you can have smile and laugh and be happy and have fun. It, isn't it just really probably the essence of, of all relationships? Uh, do you remember your first date? I'll take him off the platform now. Where did you go on your first date? I do. I remember my first date <laughs> that uh, we were to go and play golf. And Jimmy had arranged that the night before. Uh, we had met down in the pub and he said, will you come for a game of golf? And um, I thought it was only joking. It was eight o'clock in the morning or something. And he arrived down there and uh, I was still in bed. <laughs> 
but we did go out on the date. Just, and the truth of the matter, Jerry, is I don't play golf. <laughs> <laughs> and we never played the golf. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you yeah. have played a lot of uh, since, you know what I mean, and through all the years as well, and well, well, may I say, um, w- when you talk about golf, just while we're on it, um, when you this neck of the woods, one of the great sporting venues here is laid down in Betty's Down Golf Club. We've got to give them a yeah. shout today. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's it's uh, you know it's 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 right up there with the best. Mm. It's um, fabulous, fabulous links course. Uh, been here a long, long time. I. I Forget the date now. Yes, but um, links, wonderful yeah, links, and yeah. a real test. And we got to mention Alex Maguire, who has been selected for the Walker Cup side. He's a member, of course, of Laytown Bettystown. What a wonderful achievement it is for that young man too, representing the whole area. Absolutely, here. absolutely. Yeah, yeah we've, had, we've had a couple of uh, couple of representatives now internationally. We have yeah. a, a young fellow from here playing soccer for a, a certain certain club. You have a fella called Evan Ferguson. Is yeah. that right? And we've had a young girl from here. She was on the under-16 Irish basketball team. Mm. Um, And we have another... Well, his dad would have been from Mornington. Um, King, he's playing rugby for Leinster and Ireland. Actually played under-19 for Ireland. Scored a magnificent try. Uh, So, yeah... It's just a uh, lot of talent around here. A lot area. of talent is right. And Evan Ferguson, what an impact he's made for Brighton. And, of course, he's been touted, uh, perhaps, for a move to a bigger club, which I'm sure he, he will do in, t- in time. But you see, it, the sporting genes are strong in this neck of the woods as well. I come back to sort of where we began looking out from here. Isn't it just a beautiful place to live and to look out on? And that you have this every We're day. very lucky. Very lucky. Mm. It's beautiful. Um, and a lot of, actually, a lot of artists come out and do plan air from different, uh, all over. Um, we also have a lot of walking groups. Mm. Um, that since COVID, that is one good thing. Uh, people are walking, and they take the train maybe down to Leighton, walk to Mornington, and then go back home on the train. It's very very popular, and the mm. back beach there is so isolated. Not so much now, but with walkers it's great and it's it's beautiful we see it here today you know and like it is a Tuesday and it's coming near the end of the school holidays and it's busy here and there's people up and down all the time look at that woman carrying five ice cream (laughs) cones in her hand over to that gentleman and children what a feat that is well done madam you've carried them with grace there there's no doubt the ice cream in O'Reilly's you've got to get a taste I don't don't want to oversell it but I was up here on on this promenade one day and I met met a chap and I was talking to him and he was Italian and I said, well, what do you think? Have you seen much of Ireland? He says, he says, I don't need to see much more. He said, this is beautiful. He says, I'm from Naples. And this reminds me of the Bay of Naples. And I said, well, we've been there ourselves. We have a funny story yeah. about a, a wedding we were at Sorrento. But anyway, um, and it's very, when you look at it, it's like a miniature version of the Bay of Naples. It's, it's stunning. Can you it get is. that story in in a minute or two about Sorrento? Very quickly, a colleague of mine, um, she was getting married and uh, she was getting married to uh, in Sorrento. And I came home from to Jimmy and I said, Jimmy, uh, we've been invited to Stephanie and Brian's wedding. Would you, will we go? And he said, oh, where? He said, uh, and I said, Sorrento. And he said, oh, okay. And week went by and I asked him had he booked and another week I said Jimmy we have to book and he said um, what are you talking about I thought it was in Sorrento's in Drogheda the restaurant and I said for God's sake so I asked we him, do you want to stay in the D hotel or what he, he asked me are we, are we book? he said do you want to stay in the D hotel so um, we ended up with a fantastic holiday out there with um, Brian and Stephanie you are a man of your place I have to say Mr Gilner with your thoughts only on the locality so red and you went you went to surrender we, we what did. a beautiful part fantastic. of the world I'm familiar with it we've been Fabulous. there ourselves a few Fabulous. times and the as well, but you'd have to say, looking out here today, well, there are uh, definitely a resonance between what we're seeing here and and out there too. Well, listen, thank you to you both, and thank you for all thank your you. help today uh, with putting this together. I, I want to say thanks to you. And
and all you've brought to the You're table welcome. on late lunch today. It's been great to be here with you and to your mum, especially. I want to mention Nuala again. What a woman, yeah. 93 years young. She's, she's the queen bee. She is the queen yeah. bee, as she certainly is. And we thank her for joining us on the show today. Again, big thank you to Brian Farley and Eamon Doyle, who made all this happen. Thanks to all our guests today and all who came and said hello. We're on the coast again next week, reminding you we're up north loud in Carlingford. But from uh, late town today on the uh, promenade here, we'll say goodbye to you in the company of Pink and Trust Fall. See you back at base tomorrow, Wednesday. Bye. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com.